I want to take a quick second to promote a business that's a friend of the podcast and also a person who runs it as a friend of mine, and that is Sick Little Creations. So you can find it on Redbubble. There's amazing uh, stuff on there. You can find artwork, stickers, um, some clothing, a bunch of other stuff. Find it on redbubble.com. You can also uh, find more of her work at Pinterest. Be sure to check that out. It's really amazing work. So any at any time you have, you need to get a gift for someone. Like I know we're, you likely just missed Mother's Day, but still you do have, you do have Father's Day coming up. There's still birthdays. There are a variety of other holidays that you can go for. So definitely be sure to check that out. And that's the Sick Little Creations. And you can find that on Redbubble, and also be sure to follow her on Pinterest as well. Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, a podcast all about music. Today, there's a bunch of things I want to talk about. We'll get into that in a couple minutes. First off, we'll do my typical shameless self-promotion. I have a Facebook page, it's called Groupie and Harmony. Make sure you give that a like, because I post on there whenever I have any updates about the podcast, whenever I release a new episode or whenever I have any new posts for my music blog, Feeling Groupie. Um, that one will, uh, I will have a new post coming out soon. Um, and that one in particular that's going to be coming out in the next few days. I'm really excited about this one. It's uh, since one band that I absolutely love, Bring the Horizon, since between September and October, they have anniversaries for three of their albums. I'm, I'm going to be discussing, I'm going to be doing a ranking for their albums. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I also have a basketball blog. Is Baller trademarked yet? And with the NBA season just having started up, I had a bunch that came out on that one. Um, I, since my last episode, well, I definitely had one that was I don't remember whether this was before the last episode or after it, but I had one that was discussing the different, like what tiers each NBA team was in, um, in terms of how competitive they were this year. I had uh, one dedicated for the WNBA finals, at least prior to that. Um, and then I also had one related to rookie extensions and which players I thought would be extended. Um, I had a post related to my fantasy basketball team. I had top 100 players. Um, I have one that's uh, the... I have my preseason awards predictions. And then um, I had my regular season and playoff predictions. And then I have my analysis for opening night. So, yeah, there was a lot that came out. And then I still... Because I didn't do my... I haven't released my full-on my in detail uh justification behind my predictions for the um for the uh for the standing so I'm probably going to do I'm not going to do I was hoping to do one that was a little bit longer but I'm not going to be releasing that I'm probably going to be releasing I'm on the fence about whether I'm going to release something a little bit less in depth but still a little bit descriptive I'm not sure yet um I feel there's coming out with that one, so keep an eye out for those ones. Now, uh, before we even get into what we're going to be discussing today, um, I uh, um, I do want to issue an apology about it being so long since the last episode. I recorded one two weeks ago. 
I had tech issues that prevented me from re releasing it and uh, got a little bit bogged down with some things. So um, today I uh, um, and today I had some time, so I decided to uh, release an episode, uh, record and then release this episode. Um, but apologies for the delay with that. Um, I will have another one that's going to be coming out in the next couple days, I think. Uh, maybe even tomorrow, I'm not sure yet. And that one will be my early Grammy predictions. I might adjust them closer to it, but I'll get more into that. Um, today, uh, there's a bunch of things I want to discuss. Um, there's bunch of news things from the last few weeks that I want to discuss. Um, I'm not going to do the two minute news stories today just because of time, uh, just because some of them I do want to, don't want to limit to, to that. Um, and then I have a couple quick questions about the, related to the Grammys. I want to look at, uh, the, there's some couple weird questions. I want to look at, um, why I think that the hip hop, uh, the I think it's called I'm not sure whether it's called hip hop album of the year or rap album of the year at the Grammys, whether that one, why I think that one will be insane uh, this year, um, and the or for nominees, um, and but before I do get to the Grammys one, I also do want to I want to discuss Adele briefly. Um, which I know it's a vague topic, but I'll get to that after the news stories. So first off for news, um, and these are all from the last three weeks. Um, so the first one here is, a uh, fish fan dies after falling during concert at Chase Center in San Francisco. So this one, uh, is from the New York Post. So, um, yeah, basically, um, a man fell from, uh, the upper, from the upper, from the other upper deck of, uh, excuse me, fell from the upper deck of, uh, at a con fish concert a couple weeks ago, a uh, like a week or so ago, week or two ago, um, every, it's sounding like, as of last week, evidence was suggesting that he might have even jumped off it, but they're still they're still uh, looking at they're still looking at it. Effectively, it sounded like that he might have that the drop was like four stories, um, and he was declared dead on the spot. So, uh, condolences to his family. That's absolutely and loved ones and friends. That's that's horrible. Um, the next one is a weird one. So, uh, um, so with the band Smash Mouth that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, so the lead singer, Steve Harwell, uh, left the band officially. The official reason was due to, uh, was, uh, due to some health issues, but during his last show, uh, so he was slurring words, dropping drinks, uh, flipping off the crowd, swear, uh, swearing a lot, threatening the crowd at times. Um, 
and then even uh and then even uh giving a Nazi salute to the crowd. So I mean at that point um at that point so at that point that's uh, it's clearly something's wrong in my opinion. So I mean hopefully he's able to figure things out at that point cuz that's I mean that's that's not okay at all. I if you're doing that, I mean cuz it does not sound like he was sober. It does sound like that he does have that there is something wrong in that case. Um next thing I do want to discuss is uh um actually there were a few different uh um allegations of sexual harassment assaults for different musicians um that I do want to discuss so uh I do just want to give that warning um I if you uh I would guess that it will probably be about somewhere between five and somewhere between five and ten minutes if you want to skip ahead for this part um but and I'm gonna try not to go into too much detail related to the different incidents but one of them I will describe what happened um but if you skip ahead and hear me talking about Adele or something related to the Grammys then uh you've skipped uh then you're you've skipped uh pa and then you're in the clear you've skipped past it so uh the first one that I want to discuss is actually uh um, Emily Rachowski, um, she actually, uh, who, um, she was, um, supermodel who was in the, who gained headlights for being in the controversial music video for, uh, Blurred Lines. Um, she has actually accused, uh, Robin Thicke of sexually assaulting her. So, uh, Basically, uh, what she had said was, and, uh, this is according to, uh, this is from BuzzFeed News. Um, what she had said was that, uh, Robin Thicke had, uh, she, or she initially felt comfortable filming it, but then Robin Thicke had returned, uh, quote, returned to the set a little too drunk, a little drunk to shoot just with me, uh, suddenly out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hand covering my bare breast from behind. I instinctively moved away, looking back at Robin Thicke. Um, he smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backwards, his eyes concealed behind his sunglasses. Um, and, uh, um, sorry, uh, um, my head turned to the darkness beyond the set. Director Diane Martell's voice cracked cracked as she yells out to me are you okay i pushed my chin forward and shrugged avoiding eye contact fe uh, feeling the heat of humiliation pump through my body i didn't react not really not like i should have um and then martel had uh said that she remembers it as well she said quote i remember the moment that he grabbed her breasts one in each hand i was standing behind her as they were both in profile. I screamed in my very aggressive Brooklyn voice. What the F are you doing? That's it. The shoot is over. Um, 
and and I mean, I think that there's a couple things with that one in particular is that first off, I mean the song the song itself is really a, is really a promotion of an endorsement of rape culture. Uh, so the fact that this happened on set is um, not only in, insane, devastating, and troublesome, um, but that's massive, like massively uh, disturbing. Also, um, and that, but then also, uh, even like so, back in twenty fourteen, so um, Robin Thicke was previously married to Paula Patton. And when uh, Patton had filed for divorce, um, she had said that the the official reasons for a divorce were infidelity, drug use, and alleged abuse. So while I don't know what the abuse was there even, even still, I mean, now you have he's accused of abuse in 2014, nothing comes of it. And now he's also accused of sexual harassment in 2021. And so far, I mean, I haven't heard much coming of it from there. I mean, to, um, so that's really alarming to me. Um, the next, uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is, um, so, um, the, ba uh, so the former bassist of a day to remember or now former bassist of day to remember Joshua Woodard. So he left the band, um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and this story and another story related to him are from Loudwire and, uh, because it had, because there were some allegations that had resurfaced related to sexual harassment and various harassments. So, uh, um, and in particular, he, uh, had, uh, after, uh, after, uh, one accuser had, uh, had came out about it. She said, quote, uh, she tweeted, quote, to clarify what happened to me after I came out with what he did to me. He hired a PI to come to my home, harassed me with phone calls, served me a lawsuit. He thought I wouldn't do uh, leap, swear we're starting with an S, but I hired a lawyer. My lawyer responded to his petition with a detailed statement about what he did. And, uh, um, and apparently they had first come out in 2020. Um, and apparently it's even, um, some people had, apparently some people have mentioned that even it, uh, there had been some stuff wandering around some, uh, excuse me, uh, some things years ago, uh, even before that, um, I, I was remembered, I haven't heard, I haven't heard that, but, or I haven't heard anything other than that, but anyways, um, 
so uh so he's out of the band now and just last week um this headline comes out deadly 2017 crash involving former a day to remember bassist josh woodard comes to light apparently um so he was involved in a car crash where he crossed over three lanes of traffic and then ended up hitting someone um Uh, named uh, Brian Gonzalez Ortiz, um, who was stopped and uh, crashed uh, head on into the driver's side, and uh, he was and Gonzalez was declared dead on the scene, and uh, apparently uh, he uh, almost hit another vehicle before that, um, and uh, the. And a vehicle homicide investigator had said that, quote, I met with him and observed his eyes to be red. He appeared dazed and he had urinated himself. He said his attorney was on the way to the scene and he refused to speak with me prior to his attorney arriving. Um, and then he wouldn't uh, cooperate with any sort of um, any sort of impairment assessment. Um, and then once the attorney came, um he refused they refused to provide a statement or to submit a voluntary blood sample um and ultimately when uh they uh and ultimately when it went to trial um he played a no contest um and was found guilty and the sentence was that his license was suspended for 12 months was uh fine uh was fined a thousand dollars and had to pay a hundred and six dollars in court costs which i don't and there hasn't been um any official explanation that loudwire who reported this one could find as to why he uh why the charges were so minor there was no arrest or jail time um so i mean that's that's just nuts there um i mean i <laughs> i mean it really is insane to uh see that uh to see that this happened and like it was like absolutely nothing happened as a result of that effectively so um yeah i i don't get it um next one that i do want to discuss um is uh, for the um, the group All Time Low. So um, their guitar, uh, one of the guitarists, uh, Jack Baccarat, um, has been accused of uh, sexually abusing fans while they were minors. Um, and uh, there was uh, and uh, tick there was a TikTok video 
that um someone had uh um where a woman had uh claimed that uh she uh that she was um excuse me that uh that she was invited onto the tour bus when she was 13 um didn't say the band's name and there were others that have accused uh have accused her of doing this when she was uh when she was underage with one woman in particular from the time she was 15 until she was 21 um so uh the the band has and she also said that um that uh, one bandmate witnessed this happening. Um, sh the band themselves have all denied this happening. They said, quote, the allegations being brought against us are absolutely and unequivocally false. Uh, when a TikTok video gained traction a few weeks ago alluding to inappropriate behavior within our camp, we chose not to respond because of the glaring inconsistencies in the stories and the apparent reluctance to mention us by name. We felt that a response would have elevated and escalated an outright lie and in doing so robbed actual victims of abuse of their very real and very important collective voice. We believe victims. We stand with victims. We have only ever wanted to cultivate and nurture a culture around our show and band that is welcoming, healthy, and safe. Um, and this was all according to Rolling Stone. Um, and then enemy has reported that, uh, today that, uh, Meet Me at the Altar and Nothing Nowhere, who were set to uh, open for uh, for All Time Low on their tour, um, both have pulled out of their shows. Um, and uh, so they won't be performing the, for the remainder of the shows um, and instead will be uh, performing five joint shows separately. Um, and, uh, all time lows tour was set to, uh, run until November 12th. And, um, the final that I, excuse me, the final one that I do want to discuss. Um, so. Um, the pose related to that is the Posies, um, uh, alternative power pop group has, um, that's most known for their songs, Golden Blunder, um, and then also to lesser extent, Dream All Day, Solar Sister, and, fl uh, Play for the Month. Um, they have broken up due to, uh, um, due to their uh one of their members guitarist uh keyboardist and vocalist uh ken Sh ken stringfellow um has been accused of sexual misconduct um and in particular three different individuals have accused her accused him of that um and one has said that uh and according to pitchfork.com um 
One woman, uh, I'll just read this paragraph here. One woman of one of the women alleges Stringfellow forcibly had sex with her in a men's hotel or a men's room at a hotel in San Francisco. Another said she once woke up to Stringfellow having sex with her. Um, a third says she was in an abusive relationship with Stringfellow that began in 2015. Of the seven women with whom um, KUOW um, in Seattle spoke who had intimate relationships of Stringfellow, four said that he had bitten them without consent, including Stringfellow's ex-wife, Kim, War Kim Warnick of the band's Fist Queen and, and the Fastbacks. So um, he has denied these allegations, but the um, but the band uh, is breaking up, and when a representative reached out about the about the band, um, he uh, the representative said, "I'm deeply saddened by the news, and I am no and I am no longer representing the Posies." Um, so definitely, if uh, um, if if you or someone you know is dealing with a situation like this, um, de I definitely there. There are resources you can check out rain.org, um, and uh, you can see if uh, and there are people that you can reach out to. You're not alone. You're not the only one dealing with this. Um, one thing that I do also want to discuss that I alluded to earlier a bit. Um, so. There has been a lot of shaming against Adele related to her weight loss. Um, and I'm and I'm not quite and I mean this isn't the first time something like that has happened because some people are like, oh you're not I don't know whether it's a case of you're not authentic or, or you're not authentic anymore in yourself, you're not um, being body positive, you're not having realistic image being a realistic body image. I, I don't know what it is exactly, but I know people have, there are different people that have said this about different things. And look, I don't know the exact reason that Adele did this. Ultimately that's hers and her personal decision. But I think it does really bother me personally. And I did want to discuss this one because I know, um, and I mean, if it's, because I mean, you know what the reason is. So like if it's because if it is a case of like doing it for health reasons or trying to live a healthier lifestyle, for instance, or just thinking because I mean, in my opinion, it's not our right to ask, like, was there a health reason that you did that? Was it uh, is there something that runs in your family or something you might have that we don't know about um, there? Did that that's inappropriate to ask in none of our business. But. I it does really bother me when people do that. And I think a big, and for me, I have had difficulties with my weight throughout my life. Um, and I know even like, uh, I reached the point for instance, for me where it's like, I were like, cause I have like, since I moved back to Connecticut from North Carolina over the past couple of years, I have lost like, I think over 50 pounds, um, by like heavily dieting and working out a lot. And I, but I mean, even like, for instance, there was one time recently I was feeling 
had uh, I was feeling under the weather for like a week and a half or so, and I so I couldn't like do my working out walking that much, and I like was mostly just staying around the house in that time because it like really hurt to sit down even um, due to what I had, and I I still like gained like three pounds from it, so I think for me. That is really difficult for me to hear that because I know for me, I even just like it may be a case that is best for health, which I know for me, that's why I uh, that's why I've been doing what I've been doing. And even if it's not, maybe they're it ultimately if it's if it's healthy, if she's happy with it and her doctors say that's OK, then I, that's her decision. And that bothers me to. And because I mean, really, body positivity it's not, it doesn't mean like you're living up to, it's like, oh, I'm a little bit, I'm not insanely skinny uh, and I'm okay with that. Or I'm overweight and I'm okay with that. That's not what body positivity is. So I think shaming Adele for that is, for weight loss is, frankly, in my opinion, despicable and just devastating to see. So there's, so we'll shift over to the Grammys now. So there's three things I want to discuss. Two are really quick questions. Then one is looking at a category. So every year I have these, I always have these weird questions about the Grammys. So, and sometimes new ones uh, emerge like by different years. So like, I know for instance, like a one that emerges every so often is like a, actually typically every year, almost every year is could someone receive be nominated for any of the major awards in two separate or twice. So like, for instance, um, like, could they have two entries for record of the year, song of the year, for instance, or album of the year for that matter. That one's least likely nowadays. Um, and last year at the answer proved to be, well, yeah, you could. Cause I mean, historically, like um, Frank Sinatra did for album of the year early on, but I mean, it hasn't been in recent years. Um, when last year Beyonce did for a song that she was the, I think it was record. It was either record of the year or song of the year. I think song of the year um, was nominated for a song that she featured in and a song that she was the lead artist for. So this year that question could have come up again. Um, another one that always comes up, for instance, is like, could something of a, a certain genre end up being nominated? So every now and then you, you every so often you get could a metal album or could a metal artist be nominated for any of the major awards typically the most likely one is album of the year um and then uh or and then the last year one that really emerged was could a k-pop artist be nominated for one of the big awards and i thought i thought yes last year ultimately didn't happen this year well the question still emerges has emerged again I'll get into that a little bit more when I actually am discussing my predictions for the awards. This year, I have one that emerged last year that every year I'm still am curious about whether it will happen. And another one that really has not been a frequent one that I'm really wondering. So the one that I'm so one that emerged last year is could someone be nominated for best new artist after they've passed away? 
The reason I merged last year is because Pop Smoke's uh, mixtape, Meet Wu Two, debuted at number seven in the U.S., and then he was he was murdered days after that uh, that mixtape debuted. So or peaked at number seven. So I'm wondering. And then he also had an album that was released posthumously, um, and ended up hitting number one in the U.S. It had multiple singles that were really successful. Ultimately, I didn't pre predict him to get a nomination, and he ultimately didn't. This year, there's two that are possible. I think um, both are hip both are hip hop artists. One of them is ML3. I don't think will get a nomination because his album uh, ended up. Uh, his um, hit, uh, because his second album peaked at thirty six, but that album actually ended up peaking. At, um, didn't have that kind of success until after he had passed, and his he had one single that charted in the top one hundred, but that one also wasn't released until after he had passed as well. So I think that um, some might view this success as a case of it was because he had passed away. So I. I'm not predicting that he will get a not he will get a nomination. One that's a little bit more likely would be King Von. So King Von, um, he his debut album was released. Um, ended up peaking at I think number thirteen. Then he passed away, and then it his it ended up uh peaking at uh and his album ended up peaking at number five the following week. So even so, yes, there was the boost there after he passed away. But even still, it still charted pretty high. Uh, even before that, and then before he passed, he had multiple singles that had charted in the, in the top one hundred. And then some, well, there were some that ended up resurfacing or peaking after that. He still was having charting success before that as well. Um. So. So now, can he get Best New Artist? I don't think he will for two reasons. Um, so first off, because um, I mean stylistically, he's somewhere between, uh, or and really the big reason is because of style stylistic reasons. Um, the I think probably the easiest way to describe his music is somewhere between trap and drill, and. Those are the really the two reasons. Trap music, a lot of there aren't a lot of trap artists who have received nominations for best new artist on their first release. Um, or no, I'm sorry, not their first release, but um, there are trap artists that end up receiving nomination for best new artist. Um, and with drill artists, it's the same thing. I think that, um, and in particular, I think that we saw that with Pop Smoke as well. And I think that in this case, um, well, I think that it is, there is an opening for him uh, this year, whereas last year, I thought that there, I think this year, the best new artist category is a bit more wide open than it was last year, which uh, worked against Pop Smoke. But I think even still this year, I think that just because of those ones and also the fact that since Pop Smoke didn't, and I think that he was bigger and uh in the genre and uh arguably if dare i say like 
there was just so much respect for him and I don't know that King Von had necessarily had that same level of respect. So I, and that's not a thing against King Von. That's more just showing how beloved Pop Smoke was. I, I think that uh, he, I don't think that he will get a nomination for best new artist. The other one that I was, what uh, that I was wondering is, um, this one's a unique one that I haven't wondered before, really. But could we see someone who is in jail be nominated for, uh, well, really any of the awards, but in particular the major ones? And uh, there are two that are possible. Um, I don't think uh, the well the more um the one that i think is less like less likely um is Wine w melly i don't think he'll get any nominations the one that is a little bit more possible would be pushaisty so um and both are facing trials related to murder um i think the pushaisty i don't think he'll get a nomination for any of the hip hop categories and i think and the reason we'll get into that in a little bit but those categories are just loaded this year, so I think he, he won't get a nomination for those. Now, will will he get one for um, Best New Artist? My answer is no. And here's why. So, first off, um, even because uh, even though he has had success, like his debut mixtape ended up de- uh, picking at number three, he's had multiple singles, um, that have found success, including one that peaked at 13. Um, two things I think are working against him. One is that um, he also is a, uh, for hip hop, his style is, uh, is probably best described as either gangster rap or trap. And I think that because trap in particular hasn't, as I mentioned, trap in particular hasn't had the uh, great level of success in be- the best new artist category so i don't so that works against him but also the bigger one and i hate to i hate to put it this way but truly i mean i've said it before and i'll say it again the target demographic of the grammys historically has been um white middle to upper class families that's why it took until the the Beatles came along before rock music was even nominated. That's why you had traditional pop music nominated through until like even into the for the major awards, even into the seventies and eighties. Um, and that's why it took until that's why it took, it was like sporadic for many years that, uh, that hip hop music would receive nominations. And really the one, the first artist that, really consistently was receiving uh, nominations for the major awards that was a hip-hop artist was Eminem, who was white. So, which also is interesting just because considering how controversial he was, and for instance, like someone like Jay-Z was probably would have been less controversial than Eminem, but beside the point. Um, so, and while admittedly, some might say, well, yeah, but look at what they did last year. Like, they did allow artists to protest. Like, you 
even like you had and with the nominations like i mean why would they have allowed uh little baby to perform the bigger picture and uh have nominated that for some awards and why would her have been uh nominated and actually won an award for a song called i can't breathe and my answer is that the same reason why suddenly you had uh like for instance the nfl being uh notably conservative conservative sports league being willing to uh have uh to have anti uh to have anti-racist messaging even in the end zones at times because it's fashionable now i mean it if it i mean they wouldn't have done they wouldn't have done it years before and i mean and that's um And that's uh not saying that in any way to uh disparage uh, the current president of the academy um Harvey Mason Jr who is a who is a black man and really has uh I th I will say I definitely I definitely recommend looking into his like life story even to get there cuz it's really cool a lot of what he did cuz like he did like songwriting and producing and really worked his way up in the industry. It's really cool to even just see how he got a start and built his way up. So I definitely recommend doing that. And, but that's not to disrespect him at all. That's just historically, um, that's just historically the truth there. So keeping that in mind, I figure that even though they have a new president who has said that part of the reason he, one thing that when he was brought in one, even before that one of his things that he was to consider was to try to see how they could make things more diverse. Eventually there is a certain amount, just years of, uh, there's going to be years of, I don't know if it, it's necessary, if it is necessarily institutional racism involved, but definitely still, there is something built into that. Um, and I think that wouldn't be able to be a, he just one hiring wouldn't be able to erase all of that. So as such, with all that said, basically what I'm trying to say is, do you really think they would uh, want to nominate a young black man who is being accused of murder? The answer is probably not. So as such, I don't think, I think the answer currently will to that one will, no, probably there isn't going to be anyone who uh, is uh, in jail, who is currently in jail that will be nominated for a major award and possibly any award this year, but we'll see. The last thing that I do want to discuss, um, because I'm not going to do an album recommendation for this one, just because, um, because I have another, because this one will be a little bit long without it. And, uh, my next, my soon to come episode is also going to be long. So, um, so this year, for the uh for the rap album of the year. So the last few years has been interesting because there's been a bunch of times last few years where this has been the I've considered this the most exciting category because this category just feels so loaded. And this year's no different. And I will propose that we will have a totally bonkers year for this. The reason is because so so probably so the tip, there are five nominees for that award. So realistically, just looking at possible nominees, 
Um, the five that I think scream most likely in this case are Montero by Lil Nas X. Um, excuse me. Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator, considering his last album um, ended up getting a uh, ended up winning the uh, this category. Good News by Megan Thee Stallion, The Off Season by J. Cole, and King's Disease 2 by Nas, especially since King's Disease uh, is the reigning winner of this award. And um, while I will say I am, there are a few that have some hip hop sound that I think will uh, not receive a nomination for this one and will be considered for other categories. Like I'm expecting that Doja Cat's album to receive a pop, uh, be eligible as a pop album instead. Um, and Bad Bunny to be in the um, Latin category, for instance. Um, but even with those five, it doesn't make the most sense. But then it's like, okay, well, Certified Lover Boy by Drake is also a possibility. He tends to do well at the Grammys, uh, so it wouldn't be wise to necessarily rule him out. Also, um, 21 Savage's last solo album, ended, uh, and I'm greater than I was, ends up receiving a nomination for album of the year. Would Savage Mode 2, his collaboration, uh, his newest collaboration album with Metro Boomin get a nomination? I mean, it hit number one and got critical acclaim. Um, and then while it got, while it got polarized reviews, a lot of people were praising the production of Donda by Kanye. So that one could, um, and then also you still can't rule out a uh, hall of fame by Polo G because, uh, because rap star, which ends up hitting number one, uh, is, uh, um, I think could be in the running for some Grammy awards. I'll get to where, uh, where I, to its possibilities to, uh, when I release the next episode, um, Jack Harlow received a nomination, uh, for, uh, what's poppin' his debut album. That's, uh, that's what they all said is eligible. D and then you have a few artists who have passed. Uh, DMX just passed this past year. His newest album, Exodus, um, could get a nomination. Even though it got, and then even though it got mixed reviews, Pop Smoke's newest posthumous, al posthumous album, uh, Faith could get a nomination. Um, and then I aforementioned King Vaughn, his album Welcome to Oblock could. Um, and then it was still a few others that, a couple others that screw us possibilities. Um, since Lil Baby and Lil Durk bo have both previously got nominations, including last year, their their collaboration album, The Voice of the Heroes, could get a nomination. Um, I feel like you can't rule out Culture 3 by Migos. Um, and then last year, D Smoke got a nomination for this category. So could Warren Wonders, his newest album, get a nomination? And then even beyond that, then um, there are a bunch of others that I think have a serious chance, including uh, Detroit 2 by Big Sean, Pluto, uh, Pluto and Baby Pluto by, uh, Futura and Lil Uzi Ferd, um, Soulfly by Rod Wave, Whole Lot of Red by Playboy Cardi, Khaled Khaled by DJ Khaled, because I'm assuming that that one will be considered a rap album, um, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by Kid Cudi, Men Staples, uh, self-titled album, um, The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad, Roadrunner, New Light, New, Meta New Machine, rather, by Brockhampton, um, Extinction Level of Event 2, The Wrath of God by Buster Rhymes, and Slime Language 2 by Young Stoner Life, Young Thug, and Gunna. And there are many others. Like, I 
I think I currently have because one that I'll be releasing on the blog. I won't be discussing each of these during the podcast, whatever I release it. But um, there are f- total. There are fifty five rap and hip hop albums that I think even have some sort of possibility of getting a nomination for or serious possibility of getting a nomination for album of the year. Um, so I think that as a result, I think that what we're going to see is something really wacky where the five that I said feel like the most likely at least one doesn't get a nomination. And then I expect some album that really no one expects to get a nomination winds up getting one. And I, the thing is, I don't, cause I don't, I'm not make I don't make, I'm not making formal predictions for anything other than the big four awards. Um, but this year, I, the thing is, I don't know which one wouldn't get a nomination. Um, cause all that makes so much sense to, I mean, normally I would say Nas's album, but since he's the reigning winner for this category and King's disease two is even better than King's disease. <laughs> it's kind of tough to justify. Um, I'd be shocked if it was Megan Thee Stallion, but that one's possible. But I don't know. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if D Smoke just winds up in there just because. Um, but yeah, I don't know what will um, what's going to happen with this one, especially since there are some changes to the Grammys where uh, um, where they're changing the final votes for uh, how the final voting is will work for uh the nominees for uh the individual genre awards so i have no idea how that will affect this as well so in short i just think this year there's a bunch of categories that this year will be interesting to see um and uh, it's it's just gonna be bonkers um so thank you so much for listening um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Apologies for the hiatus there. Um, it's great to be back. Great to be talking to you again. Um, make sure you like the Facebook page, um, for both Groupie and Harmony and Is Baller Trademarked Yet? Check out the blogs, um, Feeling Groupie and Is Baller Trademarked Yet? And I'll be talking to you soon related to my predictions for the Grammys and to really just tease about how insane this year is. I don't know that there is a single lock for the big four awards. I'll leave you with that and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.